Hey everyone, thank you guys so much for tuning in today. Thank you so much for your support and listening to our previous podcasts. Today we're already on episode 7. If you haven't had a chance to check out the previous podcasts, I recommend giving them a listen. Maybe something in them could benefit you. I think I have said before that ministers are the primary audience of this podcast. However, we have quite a significant following of others that aren't ministers, specifically uh, some Russians. So I keep that in mind when I make these podcasts to be useful to all audiences. Today, we are going to be discussing transitions, specifically transitions in ministry and transitions in life uh, with moving and change of career. The goal of the podcast is to help you better navigate times of transition. I currently know a ton of missionaries from Russia who are in the midst of some sort of transition right now. I hope that this podcast is helpful to you. In my life, I have had several transitions. To name a few, I had a family transition when my parents divorced when I was 10. I had another family transition when my mother married another guy. I had a life transition when I trusted Christ. Uh, when I was a senior in high school, and another when I moved from my hometown to Austin to study at UT, and then another when I started following God's call to foreign missions, and then another when I got married, and then another when I moved uh, from my hometown area to uh, further away to pursue God and, and prepare in seminary, and then another Uh, when we moved to St. Petersburg, Russia as missionaries. And then another when we moved back from St. Petersburg, Russia. And another when we started a new ministry. I feel like for my age, 35, I've had a lot of transition. I know it isn't as much as some of you guys out there, but it personally feels like a lot. And the thing about transition is that it is often chaotic. Even if the transition is quote-unquote smooth, the changes can bring about some chaos later. When my parents were divorced, not only was my dad not living with us anymore, but the first few months of that time, we lived in an RV, which means I no longer had a bedroom. I didn't have uh, my bed that I was used to. I didn't have my neighborhood friends around me that I was used to. So much had changed, and this required an adjustment from me. When we moved to St. Petersburg, we didn't know the language at first. So much was different, how people got around, how people got dressed, how people acted, how people drove, what people did in their free time, on and on. Even now, there are some times that I don't understand what someone says in Russian. I mean, it can happen, even in English, right? Don't pretend like it doesn't. Eventually, things level out in transitions, whether it be for better or for worse. And a lot of that is based on your perspective. Regarding transitions, sometimes we can be tempted to leave a situation when things aren't going well. This means we create a transition to avoid seeing things through. Is that really what we should be doing, though? That is a, it's another topic that we should address in a future podcast. But I recommend the podcast episode uh, about unresolved conflict. Uh, before going through with leaving a difficult situation. Sometimes we fall during transitions. Sometimes we don't handle transitions well. Sometimes 
transitions affect us and our families more than we realize. Honestly, I knew that because we weren't able to do the recommended things that we should have done during our transition back to the States, that our transition was going to be tougher and could possibly result in more complications than a typical transition. What should we have done? Uh, We should have said goodbye to the people and things that we had relationships with and good memories of during our years in St. Pete. Uh, Due to COVID, that wasn't possible. Uh, Due to our visa issues and some other things, we we haven't yet been able to return to do this. Uh, One other thing to do is plan, because we weren't planning or expecting to be uh, leaving Russia at that particular point in our lives. We didn't have much of a plan for our transition when it happened. Uh, But God worked it out because it was something completely out of our realm of responsibility. There's so much that could be addressed in this podcast about transition, but in helping to better navigate times of transition, I firstly want to address those who are preparing to go to the field or start a new ministry, start a new career, or move to a new place. Secondly, I want to address those who are about to go on a furlough, or a sabbatical, or a really long vacation, or a break from work, or as Crocodile Dundee might say, a walkabout. Thirdly, I want to address those who are about to return to their fields or work after a furlough, sabbatical, or vacation. Lastly, I want to address those who are leaving their fields ministries, work, career, home, etc. for the foreseeable future. These recommendations all have one thing in common that I'm about to give you, and that is planning. Uh, Proverbs chapter 16, verses 2 through 3 says, All a man's ways seem right to him, but the Lord evaluates the motives. Commit your activities to the Lord and your plans will be achieved. If you're doing what God wants you to do with the right motive, he's going to work things out. However, this doesn't mean we don't ever have to plan. One of the things God wants us to do is plan before acting. It does a disservice, a great disservice to God when we start doing things that we can't finish solely because of our poor planning. Luke 14, uh, 28 through 30 says this, For which of you, wanting to build a tower, doesn't first sit down and calculate the cost to see if he has enough to complete it? Otherwise, after he has laid the foundation and cannot finish it, all the the onlookers will begin to make fun of him, saying, this man started to build and wasn't able to finish. One thing that I recommend that you should do if you are considering starting a new ministry, going to the foreign field, starting a new career, or moving to a new place is to plan by considering the following questions from the book, Looming Transitions, uh, and that's by Amy Young. Uh, The first question is, have you been able to visit your new country and taste what daily life will be like? Uh, Missionaries or anybody moving, have you gone to that new place? Have you taken that survey trip? Have you asked questions? Have you done your research? Uh, Have you prepared yourself? Have you prepared your mind? Have you prepared your heart? Have you prepared your spirit? Do that. Number two, do you have a clear sense of what you will be doing? Uh, You should have an idea of what you're going to be doing before you move or before you start that new career or before you go on the mission field or start that new ministry. You'd be surprised at how often people move without a clear sense of what they're going to be doing. 
I'm not saying you have to have it all figured out. There is some room for flexibility. I mean, when, when Gabby and I were, were going to Russia, we knew we would somehow be involved in church planting. Um, we didn't know exactly where in Russia we would end up for the long term. God made that clear uh, after being there that we would be in St. Petersburg uh, and stay there. But uh, you, you need to have a clear idea of what God has called you to uh, and what you're going to be doing before you before you move, before you go there, uh, before you start that new ministry, that new career or, or get on the foreign field. Number two, or number three, sorry, what is your stage in life? Young, single, young, married, without kids, young family, family with older kids, you may not want to go, middle-aged, single, or married, married without kids, or older couple with grandkids. Also, do you have aging parents or grandparents? These are all things to consider. Uh, it's going to affect, um, it's going to affect you in the transition, uh, because, I mean, if you're, if you're older, you may uh, want to travel back and forth quite a bit, and and uh, or if you have some parents or, or grandparents who are sick or elderly, uh, you may need to be um, somewhat nearby, or at least have the funds to to travel uh, to help them in times of need. Uh, if you have kids, uh, that transition is going to look a lot different, and you're going to have to really um, think through. Uh, that and so um, number four what is the length of your initial commitment and how long do you see yourself overseas um, some people may not know this I know when we went over went, went over to go to Russia we had an idea of what it would look like um, when we would be done um, what what our ministry would look like and that's how we would know uh, God obviously had other plans. Um, but uh, some people, you know, say, I I'll commit. I feel like God is leading me to be commit for five years. And, you know, that's that's OK. Uh, if, if you're going to do that new job or, or make that transition for a little bit, you just need to be clear with everyone, clear with your family, clear with yourself. If you're a foreign missionary, clear with your supporters. Number five, what is the amount of family support emotionally and spiritually? Um, is If you're a guy and you feel called to a foreign field as a missionary, is your wife on board? Uh, or is she not feeling the same way you are? Um, you know, sometimes the Holy Spirit speaks through your wife. You need to listen to those around you. Uh, you're not the only one who has a relationship with God and communication with him, right? Uh, be wise. Um, let's go on. So you need to really think through these questions and not leave until you've answered them. If you have that kind of freedom, you need to prepare and, and do some planning. I also recommend that you go through the following questions if you're considering um, and you're about to go on a furlough, uh, sabbatical, or a lengthy vacation longer than a month. I recommend you go through these questions. Uh, number one, how long was your term of service? Uh, 
uh, how long uh, this is more for those um, taking a sabbatical or a furlough. Uh, but how long were you doing what you were doing? Um, was it was it very long? I mean, missionaries uh, that have just gone on the foreign field. I mean, if you're if you're already taking a furlough after six months, that's not very good. Uh, it gets really challenging usually at the year point. Um, so you need to stick it out through the difficult times, make those, uh, make it effective, uh, where you're, where you're at. And that, and that requires being there, staying there, spending time there, being in the community there. Uh, and that goes for any move really. I mean, um, don't, don't bail out too soon. How long will you be in your passport country? So um, you, you should have the furlough, the sabbatical, the lengthy vacation. You should already have kind of an end date in mind. Um, when is that going to end? Um, you shouldn't go there indefinitely because um, that's, that's, not, that's not good for us. Um, it's, it's better to have an end date in mind. And uh, this helps hold us accountable and helps us to continue on keeping the main thing the main thing. Do you have, number three, do you have looming needs in your marriage, parenting, or personal life? Uh, get those things fixed. Um, you know, work once work happens, once ministry happens, things get busy. And so these breaks uh, are a time to, to go to counseling, uh, to, to have those in-depth conversations and uh, special time with your spouse that you need, uh, maybe to have some time of personal reflection that you don't get on a normal basis. Uh, these are all really healthy things, and and they're really great, and and they'll help you have a better transition. Number four, uh, overall, was this first term positive or negative? So for missionaries, I mean, this is something to think about: uh, the positives and and negatives. Uh, what is that? going to do? How's that going to, uh, how's that going to affect, um, the next term? Uh, why was it positive? Why was it negative? Just really think through those times. Uh, if you're, if you're a Russian listening to this and you're at a job and you're taking a break from it, considering a new career, uh, was that time at your job positive or negative and why? Number five, regarding your setup while on furlough, do you have housing, uh, vehicle? How many locations do you need to visit? Will you need to raise additional funds for your next term? You'd be surprised at how many uh, people take a furlough and it's just like, uh, for missionaries, just kind of like they don't do anything. Um, you know, that's a that's a sabbatical more than a furlough. A furlough, I mean, it's, it's still work. It's just a different type of work. And that work requires planning for it to be effective. Um, and so, um, you know, for just like um, a sabbatical, there should still be some level of planning. It's not good for us just to do nothing for a very long period of time. Uh, you can even get a sabbatical coach that can coach you through a sabbatical, uh, which I recommend that. Um, yeah, so for ministers, I mean, these questions uh, you, you can process in something called a debriefing. Uh, which I recommend and I can do with you if you're willing. 
Uh, on the flip side, those who have furloughed and taken a sabbatical or a very long vacation, here are some questions to think about for, before returning to have a better transition back. Um, number one, were there major changes either for you or your loved ones since you first went to the field, such as uh, health problems, births of babies, aging family members, job losses, financial stress? Uh, think through these things, um, process them, uh, grieve before you leave, um, go ahead and, and, and deal, uh, with those health issues and make sure you've, um, dealt with them properly before going. That kind of goes into the second question. Were you able to adequately address any marital parenting, educational health or personal issues during your furlough or home assignment? Um, you, you really need to address problems before you get back into reality, back into the grind, back into work, back into ministry, because then that's going to be, uh, all those problems are just going to be amplified and harm every single aspect of your work or ministry. Number three, are you returning to a familiar location or assignment? If not, how much do you know about your new home? Again, just planning. How was your time in your passport country? Are you looking forward to returning to the field? Just taking some time to process what happened. Uh, what is the length of this upcoming commitment? Again, planning, 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 planning. Uh, don't let everything be so haphazard. Plan and communicate uh, with your supporters if you're a missionary, with uh, your church if you're a pastor on a sabbatical, uh, with your work, if you're taking a, an extended vacation, communication and communication with your family. Uh, lastly, if you're leaving your field, ministry, work, career, home, whatever it may be, for the foreseeable future, I recommend going through these questions. Number one, how long have you been in your country of service? Overall, how was your time there? How satisfying was the work? Are you able to participate in a debriefing or renew a program after you leave the field? That would be really, really important to do. I recommend it. Number two, regarding reasons for leaving the field, we all have the public reason we give and our real reason. Often the public and the real reason are one and the same, but in your case, it might not be appropriate to share the real reason publicly. Does it involve crisis? Where and with whom can you share? Um, that can be really, really challenging. Um, and, and keep that in mind when people are leaving for, for good um be mindful of that if you're if you're someone listening and you and you know someone who's had to leave in this type of crisis situation uh how number three how abrupt was the ending were you able to prepare for your departure in a timely fashion or were there political or health factors that dictated a quick departure this is kind of debriefing still number four uh, regarding your organization's policies, how long will you be able to stay on support and have access to insurance and salaries? Are the policies able to flex with the needs of your situation? So if you're a foreign missionary, you should have a, a missionary agreement between you and your sending church. It should be very clear, um, this kind of stuff in your agreement. If you don't have an agreement, you need one. Uh, it's there for accountability. It's there to protect you and to protect the church. Uh, it's not to stress you out, uh, but there is accountability that's involved in that and, and protections for you. And it's really, really, really needed. And so you need to do that if you haven't done that yet. And um, 
Number five, do you have a sense of what's next? Will you still be associated with your organization? Uh, thankfully, we kind of immediately had a sense of what was next, and I'm really thankful for that And when we were going through our kind of chaotic transition. And we're still able to be associated with the American Baptist Association churches uh, and just different Baptist churches, and we're so thankful for that. That's been a huge um, blessing, and we're excited to be a part of it. Uh, so transitions are not easy. Expect them uh, to not be easy. Plan as much as you can. Don't make a rough decision just to get out of a difficult situation and create one problem out of another. Eventually, the transition will end. There is hope through transitions in Christ, and peace can come through him, as we discussed in our last podcast. This has been the Heartway Podcast, where we seek to help with issues at the source. Till next time.